Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, your inside look into the best of Vice. It's Wednesday, June 12th. I'm Chris Hardy. Today, we're talking about the very exciting results of a new study that gave LSD to rats and flies. LSD and DMT have for a long time been substances of choice in the psychonaut community, and with good reason. They're known to profoundly alter users' mental state, result in vivid hallucinations, all the good stuff. But because psychedelic research in the U.S. has been highly monitored and limited for a long time, we still don't have a very good picture of how these drugs actually affect the brain at a physical level. But that's all kind of changing now. So in a new study, researchers at UC Davis administered LSD, DMT, and other psychedelics to rats and flies. And they found that many of the substances help the animals' brains form more synaptic connections. If you've ever taken psychedelics before, this may seem like a very obvious thing. But the thing is that up until very recently, there hasn't been research that connects that feeling to actual science. And this could be a big deal because it suggests that psychedelics or substances like them could be effective in treating depression, anxiety, and PTSD on a biological level. So today we have Vice's Ankita Rao and motherboard writer Daniel Oberhaus on the story. We've been doing a couple of episodes recently about psychedelics and how they can be used for different mental health treatments. And I think what's fascinating about the piece that you wrote is that addresses a whole different part of this, which is the actual brain plasticity aspect. So what's going on here? There's a lot of anecdotal evidence that psychedelics can do a lot for different mood disorders, such as depression, anxiety. And we're starting to get a little bit more medical research on that, but there's not a lot of data on what's actually happening at the level of the physical structure of the brain. And so in a first-of-its-kind study, a group of researchers at the University of California, Davis, administered a bunch of different psychedelics to rat and fly brains and saw that they actually allow brains to increase uh, neural density. So they allow neurons to grow, and they think that might be quite effective in treating depression in the future. And what exactly does that mean for people who are depressed? So what's happening in the brain when somebody is depressed? Uh, with neurons, there are these structures called neurites, which consist of axons and dendrites. And medical researchers have recently found that in depressed patients, these neurites will actually retract. So you're losing a lot of different neural connections. So the thinking is, is that if there's a way to promote these neurites to branch out and grow back and reestablish these connections, that might be a potent cure for depression. So far, Ketamine has proven to be the most successful in promoting neurite growth. However, there's a few downsides to ketamine. One of the largest is its potential for abuse. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with ketamine as a party drug, not as an antidepressant. So there's a lot of interest in trying to find 
substances that don't have as much addiction potential to do the same things. You also mentioned that other psychedelics such as LSD or magic mushrooms and then I think DMT are also being looked into here. What are they finding with the different substances? Yeah, so in this particular study, the scientists looked at LSD, DMT, psilocin, which is one of the psychoactive compounds in magic mushrooms. Um, They looked at MDMA. They looked at ibogaine, pretty much the whole spread. And they found that with the exception of ibogaine, all of them actually resulted in neurons reestablishing these connections and growing out. So that's pretty promising, especially the fact that this happened both in fly brains and rat brains. So it's not limited to vertebrates or invertebrates. Obviously, it's a big jump to humans, but this is kind of an initial step in that direction. So it's pretty promising to see that one, pretty much every psychedelic drug they tested has this effect, and then also that it doesn't seem to be limited to any sort of particular species. I think this is the first time we've talked about sort of the biological factors in some of these treatments and like the possibility of using psychedelics for treatment, because a lot of times we're talking about how do psychedelics impact the way people experience awe or ego and different things like that. And here we're actually looking at something a lot more tangible. What do you think that will do to this discussion and to the medical community that's looking at psychedelics? Uh, I think it'll have two effects. I think one, it kind of legitimizes it in a way that self-reported studies don't. So, you know, people people react to different things in all sorts of different ways. So if you're just saying, well, you know, LSD made me feel less depressed, that's harder to kind of get a quantitative measure of. Whereas this, they can, you know, take measurements of the neurons actually growing back. They can take pictures of it. You can see it happening. So I think that kind of legitimizes the hypothesis. And I think... The lead author of the study, David Olson at UC Davis, brought up a good point is that, you know, obviously the downside of psychedelics are a lot of them make you hallucinate. And so that might not be the best way to tackle depression because, you know, even if it's helping you be not depressed or not anxious, if you're hallucinating, you can't really function at a very high level on them. However, there's a lot of derivatives from the different precursors of these drugs that could be avenues for different types of treatments that don't actually make you hallucinate, but that are derived from psychedelic drugs. So I think that's kind of a promising direction for this sort of research. This study brings together two nascent and developing fields of research. One is the biological impacts of mental health, and the second is the impact of psychedelics on mental health. Where are we at in this process in the scientific community? That's a good point in the sense that we are kind of seeing two trajectories that most people probably wouldn't have thought of merging in the sense of we're now starting to have a lot more data on the way psychedelics interact with the brain at a very granular level. I mean, just, you know, a few years ago, you wouldn't even have been able to image the brain in the way that they're imaging brains now to see how psychedelics uh, impact them. So medical technology is being used in that way. And then on the other hand, using these same technologies are allowing us to see how things like depression manifest in terms of like brain structure and like as we were talking about with these dendrites kind of retracting from people who are depressed that's a pretty new finding so both of these things are kind of getting married in interesting ways and you know as technology improves and as we learn more about how these things are working I think that'll only continue to you know make the case that psychedelics might have more uses than as a party drug. To read Daniel's full story go to motherboard.vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. And tune in again on Friday for another Vice Guide to Right Now.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.